Welcome to the moon. This is episode two, uh, titled Mission Critical Basics. Now, uh, I I would like to, before I get into the meat of this episode, I would like to say that these podcasts, uh, at least for the beginning, are definitely geared towards new Bitcoiners, uh, people who are pretty much completely new to Bitcoin, who want to know the basics of it and that uh, maybe you want to be able to ask some questions through my YouTube channel, uh, To The Moon Podcast on YouTube. Um, You can post some questions there and I'll get to them in future episodes or I'll answer them directly on YouTube and put them in in a future episode. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to make it clear that this podcast is for new Bitcoiners. Now, my first episode actually got 25 uh, people to listen to it, which is kind of cool. And uh, I also had a friend you know, tell me he wanted to listen to the podcast. So I, a part of me almost wanted to, you know, kind of slack off and not do episodes. But uh, I realized that once you start a podcast, you have to um, keep posting content, which is kind of cool. It keeps you active in the community and keeps you up to date. So, um, yeah, I'll do my best. Um, I should also say I'm going to gun for this podcast to be a weekly podcast. Uh, but if I, you know, if I miss uh, a week, I guess, you know, other things will, will have become more important at the time and I'll have to focus on them, but I'll definitely try to make this a weekly podcast. Now, I would also like to say that, uh, the reason this, I, I would like to explain the title of this podcast to the moon, the, in the early days of Bitcoin on the Reddit forum, when, when Bitcoin Reddit had only, um, probably 100,000, 200,000 people on it. Uh, there was this one person who kept posting this. Uh, every time someone predicted the price would go really high or to the moon, um, this guy would post uh, a series of characters like slash bracket, star bracket slash, or I forget the exact characters, but it would form a, a, a kind of astronaut with a jetpack symbol. And everyone knew that to be the kind of to the moon symbol and everyone would you know post to the moon now obviously since then the price of bitcoin has kind of been to the moon uh a couple times now um and we all hope that uh, it'll go again or continue to get adopted by society that's just the way it gets adopted in these uh in these uh, slow 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 but quick or slow 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 and quick uh spurts um uh, there's lots of reasoning why that is and uh, maybe in a future episode i'll get into the thick of that but uh yeah i just want to explain to the moon is uh, an old meme from reddit now i'm going to get into explaining a little bit about um explaining a little bit about bitcoin and how bitcoin's blockchain works i want to uh preface this with now two things i'm going to only explain like two maybe three but most likely just two things per episode uh of 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 these podcasts because i've tried doing a few recordings and i've tried to explain several things um but it just doesn't work because you just end up rambling off about different parts of the bitcoin network and it gets really confusing so for this episode i'm only going to focus on two things 
Um, and I should also say that truly the only people who are able to uh, verify and explain how Bitcoin works are the people who can read the code on that's running on the network. Now, there's various places to be able to read the code on the network, but if you want to truly verify how Bitcoin works and 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 be a hundred percent certain how it works, obviously it would take you an enormous amount of time to learn, uh, you know, how hashes work, how cryptography works, how uh, a blockchain works, um, the different aspects of a blockchain, the different parameters. You'd have to learn all that, and you'd have to learn C code. And you'd probably have to learn how to read code as it executes on a computer. Like there's just so many layers. And that's why people don't, you know, it's not like every single person needs to do that. But I'm coming at you from a point of getting as much education as possible off the internet. Um, and, and having spent seven years, you know, learning off and on uh, about Bitcoin. But I haven't read the code. And those are the only people who can. I mean, I've read parts of the code, um, but very, very little. And I just wanted to verify a few things about it. But the only people who can really come to you with 100% certainty to say that Bitcoin performs the way people says uh, that, it, that it does, um, those people are the ones that have a Bitcoin node and a Bitcoin miner operating at their home or in their mining farm, and they can actually read the code. And the code is written in C++. And so you'd have to be able to read C++ code and know all the uh, different uh, mathematical functions that um, Bitcoin uses. So I did want to say that because that's very important to understand that if you're going to place faith in a system, you have to know kind of how much faith you really want to place in it because um, you, and at what at what you know, level you are, like, uh, you know, if, if you're someone who can't read the code, who doesn't want to learn all the math, um, maybe you don't want to place that much faith in a system that you aren't, uh, uh, you know, aren't able to verify with 100% certainty. But then again, you aren't able to verify with 100% certainty how the traditional finance system works anyway. So, but it's been around long enough that we have faith in it, and that it does work, and it's evolved over time. It's, it's actually a pretty good system. But Obviously, the, we're proposing that Bitcoin is a better system, uh, potentially. So I definitely want to say that because it's important to know that the only people that can verify how Bitcoin works are the people who know how to read the code and understand the various mathematical functions that Bitcoin uses. So with that said, um, I'm just going to check how much time I have left. So today I'm going to be explaining how the money supply of Bitcoin works and the basic building blocks of a block <laughs> in, in a blockchain. Uh, uh, Bitcoin runs on a blockchain. There's, there's blocks every 10 minutes. We'll get into that. But anyway, I'm going to explain what's in a block. Um, but uh, yeah, we're starting with money supply. So uh, in 2009, I think it was January 3rd, was when the Bitcoin network came into existence. Um, Satoshi, the anonymous, uh, the that's the name, Satoshi Nakamoto, that's the name of the anonymous programmer that posted the Bitcoin white paper and also launched the network. So he launched the network on January 3rd. And so you, the money supply 
for Bitcoin started on that day. So when the first block was mined, it, there was a there's a there's something called a Coinbase transaction in the block, and the Coinbase Coinbase transaction had 50 new Bitcoin issued to the miner that uh, mined that block, and that miner was Satoshi Nakamoto, uh, uh, presumably, um, and and then lots of other people. Well, not at the beginning. Uh, a, a larger and larger, a small amount of people, but slowly a larger and larger amount of people uh, got the software, downloaded the Bitcoin software and started running it on their computer. And they also started mining Bitcoin. And so um, so there was 50 new Bitcoin each block and, and, and each block would happen approximately every 10 minutes. I say approximately for a specific reason. We'll get into that in the future. But for now, every 10 minutes, there's a Bitcoin block that is mined and there's new Bitcoin rewarded to people who to whoever mined the block. So in January 3rd, 2009, there was 50 new Bitcoin and then and then the next 10 minutes, 50 new Bitcoin and then the next 10 minutes, 50 new Bitcoin and then on and on and on until four years later, uh, uh, I guess approximately January 3rd. 2013, four years later, um, there the the Bitcoin the Coinbase transaction or the Bitcoin uh, block reward is halved into 25 Bitcoin. So it was 50 Bitcoin, and then it's halved into 25 Bitcoin. And then every 10 minutes, uh, blocks are mined. 25 new Bitcoin is rewarded to the miner who who solves a block. Uh, and then after another four years, it gets halved to 12.25 Bitcoin and, uh, or sorry, uh, 12.5 Bitcoin. Um, so 12.5 Bitcoin every, uh, after, after that second kind of period. And then, uh, then after another four years, it's halved into 6.25 Bitcoin. And now we're in that period of 6.25 Bitcoin. And you can Google this to see a chart of the money supply, but I'm just telling you how it, how it works right now. And you can verify it by just a quick Google and, and, and to see for yourself. Um, so that, that, uh, pattern of having the block reward every four years, uh, will continue till the year 2140. And then the block reward will be cut into zero. There'll be no more Bitcoin mined and, the total amount of Bitcoin in circulation at that point will be 21 million. So 21 million Bitcoin is all that will ever exist. And that's how people get to that figure is, um, you know, January 3rd, 2009, there's 50 new Bitcoin mined after four years, 25 Bitcoin, another four years, 12.5 Bitcoin, another four years, 6.25 Bitcoin. Another four years after that, it'll be 3.175 Bitcoin. And then another four years and another four years and another four years. And uh, that's that's simply how the money supply works. Now, obviously, to have faith in that, uh, you really have to study the rest of the network architecture, which will, which will you know, by faith, I mean faith in the security of the network that nobody can hack that money supply. Um you really have to start learning about the rest of the network. And honestly, I, I'm going to share as much as I know as of this date, but I will probably be learning alongside with you once we get into more of the uh, 
uh, deeper parts of, of how this works. So that's the money supply. Okay. Um, so what is in a Bitcoin block? Uh, now I'm going to tell you what I currently understand. And obviously anybody listening to this, who knows better that can point me to a resource that specifically explains every single bit and piece of a Bitcoin block, please, uh, go on my YouTube channel to the moon podcast and, and uh, show that resource and I will correct myself in future episodes. But for now, here's what's in a Bitcoin block. Um, so at the, at the top of a block uh, is essentially a block number. Um, I think we're somewhere around like 640,000 blocks in the Bitcoin blockchain. Um, so, so at the top will be say 642,323 um, uh, n- that's the number of the block and that's the block header. So that's at the top of the block. Then uh, I think you have a nonce, uh, which is a number used once, which is used um, to get a different result uh, or a different uh, hash from mining a Bitcoin block. And we'll get into that in, in the future or in future episodes. But basically every time a miner goes to mine a block, they change the nonce over and over, which can be literally just the number 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, to infinity. They can change the number over and over until um, un- until they get a resulting hash that solves the block. And again, we'll get into that in the, in the future. But yeah, so far we have the block, block header, uh, which is the block number, and then we have the nonce. And then uh, maybe a few other things, which uh, I will correct myself in the future. But uh, you also have, after that, you have a Coinbase transaction. Um, the Coinbase transaction is, uh, is, again, the money supply. So the new money supply coming into existence, uh, depending on what period of the Bitcoin blockchain you're in. So the Coinbase supply right now will be, it'll, it'll literally be like, you know, it'll say like 6.25 Bitcoin issued to this Bitcoin address. Uh, And Bitcoin addresses are a long series of numbers and letters that are essentially like account numbers. Um, And we'll get into the relationship between a a private key and a public key. And and a Bitcoin address is actually derived from the public key in a very like complicated way, which I don't understand yet. But again, lots to learn. so now, yeah, so we got the block header, we got the uh, nonce, we got the Coinbase transaction, and then you have a previous hash, or sorry, the previous hash is before the Coinbase transaction. So previous hash before the Coinbase transaction, then the Coinbase transaction, then a list of transactions contained in that block. So every time you send a... Bitcoin transaction over the network, uh, full nodes, gather up the transactions, put it in a block and send it to miners to mine. And when when they successfully mine a block, that block will be broadcasted to all the full nodes and it'll, it'll be uh, accepted by those full nodes if it satisfies the mining, the current mining difficulty, uh, and we'll 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 get into that in future episodes. But I'm it's you know since the since Bitcoin is so intricate, I'll have to touch on things uh, now and then that uh, aren't exactly my current focus. But um, so yeah, we we got the block header, 
we got the nonce, we got the previous hash, we got the Coinbase transaction. We have a list of transactions that you know that say uh, Bitcoin is being sent from this Bitcoin address to this Bitcoin address. And then literally, I'm not sure, maybe there's like a thousand transactions or 10,000, but there's a certain amount of transactions that are usually in a block uh, average. But really a block is not limited by the amount of transactions it can fit. It's limited by the amount of data that it can fit. And each transaction takes up um, different amounts of data. And that doesn't mean, like if you do like a million dollar Bitcoin transaction, that doesn't take up more data than a $10 Bitcoin transaction. Uh, it, it, it depends on other things. Maybe, you know, if it's, if it's grouped up, if it's a, if it's a many, uh, many, if it's, if it has many Bitcoin addresses as the source and many Bitcoin addresses as the destination of the funds, maybe that takes up more data. Um, but the data that it, the, the block or the amount of transactions in a block are limited to one megabyte right now. Um, and then finally, at the bottom of the block is the resulting hash of the current block. So the miner will take a block that has a block header, a nonce, a previous hash of the, pre of the previous block, a Coinbase transaction, a list of Bitcoin transactions, and then the current hash. And if that current hash when the miner hashes, you know, the block and puts the current hash at the bottom of the block, if that current hash is a low enough number to satisfy the current difficulty algorithm or the current current difficulty setting, then that block will be a valid block and will be accepted by the network. And then the as 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 soon as that block is accepted by all the full nodes around the world and all the miners realize okay well we already have the next block then all the miners on the network start working on the next block um and 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 that and then they continue on all the miners continue on on the next block until one of the miners uh solves uh gets gets you know a resulting hash in in the block that they have again the block has a block header a nonce uh a, a previous hash a coinbase transaction a list of transactions and then the resulting hash that uh that that miner comes up with and each miner is doing a different uh, amount a different uh, well they're they're all competing to see to to see who comes up with the um, result the correct resulting hash first that so, that satisfies the current difficulty setting. Quick note: I definitely wanted to add one resource into this episode, uh, an external resource. This website is a great explanation and visual representation and interactive uh, website to help explain a block and how a block works. Even, you know, far better than I would be able to explain in an audio recording. So, you know, if you're listening to this while you're driving or, or listening to this when you're not at your desktop, when you do get to your desk or, or home, go to this website. It's called andersbrownworth.com slash blockchain. So 
That's spelled Anders, A-N-D-E-R-S, and then Brown, and then Worth, W-O-R-T-H, dot com, slash blockchain. And that is an absolutely great website, probably one of the best websites I've seen to explain how a blockchain uh, is not only not only the basics of each block, but also how each block is related to the one before it and the one after it. It doesn't explain everything about a Bitcoin blockchain or or the Bitcoin blockchain, but it definitely is a great start for uh, wrapping your head around what these what this network uh, does. So um, I think that is probably good enough for episode two. Um, hopefully you learned something about the money supply. There will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin. Um, it's uh, The Coinbase transaction started at 50 Bitcoin, then 25, then 12.5, then 6.25, etc. And it'll be capped in the year 2140 at 21 million Bitcoin. And, and then the blocks, I'm not going to say that again because I feel like I've said it enough times. Uh, what a block contains um, and yeah that's episode two and if if you have specific questions that you want me to answer please go on my youtube channel i'm literally just starting from scratch and it, everything's really bare bones right now but if you ask a question then i will definitely answer it in the next episode or the episode after that and uh, I'll, I'll do as as best research as I can to make sure I'm giving you the proper answer. And if I don't know myself and I'm not able to find on the internet, like to a satisfactory level, I'll try to ask somebody I know for the answer. Um, that is all that was, uh, I'm pretty satisfied with that. So yeah, episode two mission critical basics. This is pretty much part one of mission critical basics. Cause there's just so much, maybe I'll change the title in the next episode but uh for now we're just we're sticking to the basics all right peace